welcome to the French Martini Club. I'm Lisa Ricketts. I'm Gemma McGee. And I'm Lauren Ainscoe. And for some reason, I still look at you all and expect us to say our maiden names. Like, I'm Lisa Manfredi, I'm Gemma Horrocks, and I'm Lauren Day. Like, bitches, we're married. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> today's episode is Don't Fear the Smear, which I think, following the campaigns off the back of the death of Jade Goody, is, you know, it's brought more sort of awareness, hasn't it? Um, and I felt like it was a good topic to discuss because... As we flew straight back from Portugal, as you'd all seen from the um, Instagram page, we had a little holiday. Um, I went straight for a smear, which was delightful. However, there's no fear there for me, but I understand for some women, they get the letter and it's like, oh gosh, I don't want to go to this and they don't turn up. So I guess um, what I'm going to put out there is how do you both feel about a smear test? I'm really not fussed about them. I have said this before. I could have one every day, me. Like, doesn't even phase me. No, I'm, I mean it. I mean it. She loves it. I mean it. No, like, it genuinely, like, does not phase me. Yeah, but going back to that first one, how did you feel when you first received that letter? So what I'm going to say is I realise on this podcast I swear all the time, so I'm going to make a real conscious effort not to swear. <laughs> I'm it just really bothers me. a swear jar right in front of yeah, me. Yeah, it really bothers me. However, the only way that I can describe it was I was shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is not really swearing though, is it? So. Yeah, it is. And that's, do you know why? Because, so, just for context, Lauren is exactly a month older than me, and then Lisa's a couple of months older than us. So Lisa's born in the November, Lauren's in the January, and I'm in the Feb. When Lisa went for hers, I think he was just like, yeah, it was fine. When Lauren went for her first oh, meeting, she told me the world basically ended. And then I was <laughs> panicking because I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God. But actually, it was absolutely fine. So I'm I'm pro-smear. Like I've just, yeah, I've, when it comes, I don't really. I think because of that first experience, I'm not scared of, of it or anything. But I do know some women who really are uncomfortable with it. Um, well, I think as well, it's not always a woman who does your smear. You can request for a woman. So imagine the first time you walk in, you've got a male. Like that might absolutely dramatise some people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I've never known anyone to have a male, but I'm sure you could request a female. If yeah, that was you the definitely case. can. What about you, Lauren? Um. I like Gem, I was shitting myself firstly when I got this letter because I think it's that fear of going for it because you're like, you're like, oh, because it's something you've never done before, isn't it? Like, yeah. you're vagina out in, in the doctors. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> who does that every day? Particularly at that age. Like, yeah, if you've not it's a bit intense. Of, yeah, you've not had a baby and you've not and experienced I- that just... Spread your legs, girl. And I just like, think you, you, I think just for context for anyone that's not had a, a smear test, nobody says just spread your legs. <laughs> Come on, love, get them legs open. Actually, I just want to say there's a really good video on that. I think it's the NHS website. So it gives you all the information. And then there's actually like a, not a real life, like an Cartoon, like a doll. Uh, yeah. Okay, no, not a doll either. They're quite frightening. Um, it, like a cartoon video to show you how you know what how it takes place what happens mm. yeah but i think the fear comes from what you think that other person will think of you of your vagina yeah i, I mean well to tell you a funny story actually it turns out that my nurse who did my first smear was martin's ex-girlfriend's mum you're joking how did you find that out well when when I, I feel like you've when I met Martin. Martin. What did she say? Like, oh, is this Martin's new <laughs> new <VJ? laughs> Yeah, something like that. Anyway, yeah, she said it was lovely. <laughs> Love little handbutty. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. 
Oh yeah. How did you find out that that's who it was? Yeah. Um, how did you find out? Did you just ask? Like, how, or did you know you're nosy, so you would have one hundred percent? No, known. I can't really remember. I think I don't know. <laughs> Something we're great at. I think I, I just remember. put two and two oh, together because of her last name, and then I don't really know. And then she but got yeah. on Facebook doing a story. How did you find out her last name? Because it doesn't so, have an owner badge. All I'm saying is, I'm calling bullshit. You, you were so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to ask Martin. But anyway, I wasn't. Martin wasn't with this girl when I found out that the nurse was a mom. But yeah, how embarrassing and swiftly left doctors. But um, I just think the fear of of having the smear is just the thought of getting your bits out in front of the nurse. But what you've also got to remember is they do it every day and they see it. 10 million times a day yeah, do you know what I mean and yeah. they're just like they're not bothered about what's inside they're just doing the job and it's just like any other job I also you do. think as well it's that is it going to hurt like mm. naturally you're thinking someone's putting this swab up me how long's it up there for is it going to be vigorous is it going to hurt do you know what I mean like you don't know what to expect do you it doesn't explain in the letter does it no I'm trying mm. to when I now. first went for my smear they couldn't find my cervix so I was like I had to sit on my hands and like it took a while yeah, like clench your fist and put it under yeah, your body to leap, and your proper up. like arch, you know, like as if you're doing like yeah, pelvic floor I had to exercises. do that this time. And also, actually, it's funny you say that. So when I had um, like um, I think it would have been the twelve week scan when you really can't see the baby that much. I had to do that and put like a pillow under yeah, my back. I did. Yeah, mm. it's mm. interesting. Well, they, yeah, they're in and out for me. Is that is that a good sign or a bad sign? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> must be. Like, oh yeah, looking down that tunnel hole. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah i feared it because well so you get your letter don't you they say that you you start from 25 yeah i i swear we were earlier than that and i don't know why i feel like we were because i think it's like up to six months before you're 25 so i think it's just before yeah. yeah um so yeah when i went for mine the only thing that i was worried about is the I nearly said appliance that they put in you. What is it that they put in you? He tells you it's for a white goods company. The The speculum. Yeah, that opens you up. Yeah, I was like proper worried about that. So, but yeah, it was was fine really. Um, Yeah, no issue. Obviously got the letter. I think, yeah, there probably is a bit of anxiety about going, but made sure I went. And do you know why I did go? Because um, there was a lot in the media about Jade Goody, her dying, a dying of cervical cancer. Yeah. Um, I think she was 26, 27 she at was the 27. time. Yeah. yeah. And when you think about that now, it's so young and she had young children. Um, and I, I, don't, think, I can't remember what year it was, but I at the time, remember. I remember thinking oh she's like a fully grown adult like that's well into her adulthood and yeah now we're like really. 31 that's crazy isn't it and yeah. she, she's got she's got a little boy two little boys, two little boys. yeah crazy. but there was a big campaign after um after she died about cervical cancer i'm going for your smear test so i think that was definitely in my mind to make sure that i went um can, there's been cancer in my family my mum also had um some cells and she had to have them removed so it was definitely something that I was like I need to go and get done cell like, related to yeah oh, okay it's like HPV isn't it or something it sounds like yeah and I was um it was younger I must have been like early teens I want to say because I do remember it um and yeah she went with my nan and had them removed um 
but it was just always something that I was like, yeah, if I got my smear, smear letter, I would go. And then, yeah, the only anxiety that I would say that I had was because Lauren had a bad experience. So you get your letter, like, it's a two-minute process. I think Lauren told me she was in there an hour. Mm-hmm. It definitely wasn't an hour. It was about 20 minutes. No, but it normally it does take literally five minutes, doesn't it? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, so I, so I went on last Wednesday and I went in and she took, like, a whole history of where I'm up to and... The last time I would have had one, I think I'd had one of the miscarriages and she was like, oh no, yeah, you can't have it. So you can't actually have a smear until I think it's 12 weeks after the miscarriage because of... Right. Um, I'm not going to actually say because of what, because I've been misinforming people because I'm not sure. But she then was asking me like how I was and what contraception I'm on and that was a whole other conversation. So I was like... Oh, interesting, actually. Yeah, we, you know, we started this podcast and... <laughs> we started the podcast slagging the pill off, actually. <laughs> We're well, nothing, we just pull and pray. <laughs> I'd have died saying that to her face. But she she said about the coil and straight away she recommended... I'm going off on a tangent here, but she was talking about the, um, hormo- the, the coil with the hormones in and I was like, why do you specifically recommend the one with the hormones in? And she looked at me and she went... Um, I don't actually know. I'll print you off some leaflets. And I thought, if you can't tell me why that's the one you're recommending, mm-hmm. then God, I'll go away and do my own research. Mm-hmm. But anyway, where were we? Smears. Yeah. So then she was just just having a general chat. So I was in there about 20 minutes, but the whole actual smear itself lasted probably a couple of minutes. i tell you another reason, actually, now that I think about it, why I wasn't scared. And this is because uh, probably about a year before, my nan made me go to the doctor's... T- <laughs> <laughs> but what's Betty done? Oh gosh. <clears throat> I would say this is probably single handedly one of the most embarrassing moments of my life, but then I have done a lot. But um I was on holiday and I was having bleeding from the anus and <laughs> my mum was like yeah you need to go and get that checked out and before I'd even got back off holiday she'd rang and spoke to my nan and my nan had booked me in for an appointment at the doctor's I'm 22 23 at this age like I'm not young <laughs> um anyway we get to the doctor's she's like I'm coming with you and I was like okay and I'm whatever <laughs> she loves it better oh, I'm gonna hold your hand <laughs> no no she was like pro like if anything's wrong with you we need to go cute though yeah, really cute, but also dead awkward at 23 to go into the doctors with your nan because you're bleeding out your ass. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's very awkward. Anyway, we were in the room. The woman's asking, like, why it might have happened. And my How nan, can I help you today? Yeah, so my nan was like, Do you know what? She's been doing weights at the gym. Maybe that could be causing her. <laughs> maybe that could be causing her to bleed from her anus. I was like, no, Nan. I don't think body fit is making my ass bleed. And then um, I died. And then. They then make you go behind the curtain, lift your legs up, put a bit of... Oh, don't I know it. (laughs) Put a bit of um, lubricant on the finger and then pop one in, right? As this woman has got a finger up my ass, my nan's chatting to me through the curtain and she's like... What, do you want for your tea, Laura? No, she's literally like, you're right, Jeff. How does it feel? What's it feeling like? I said, nan, it feels like a finger in my ass. I literally couldn't believe it. So, in <laughs> terms of me herself, well, yeah, they would have done. I mean, not at the time. Like, it's not like two for <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> um, but she would have done. Do you know what? I never, I never asked her. I never asked her. Um, well, to say, what's it real like? It's like. Have you ever had one, Nan? You, you booked me in to come along because you're curious. No, this wasn't a smear. This was a finger up my bum. It wasn't a smear. 
I would have gone to finger up. This is what I'm saying. I wasn't scared of my smear because of that. I'm with you. I've had this very awkward encounter with the doctor and my nan. Gem, I feel like off the back of this, and we're digressing from a smear now, but we're all about sharing our stories. You need to tell everybody about your colonic irrigation (laughs) that I got you for your birthday. I feel like, no, 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 no. Listen, no, I'm not, we're not going there. We're not going there. But if the, if the (laughs) listeners want it, let us know. But right now, no, we're not. We're not talking about that. (laughs) Oh, that's a shame. But yeah, so I didn't fear it because I had had that experience. So I don't, it wasn't my first time in a doctor's in an uncomfortable scenario like that, I think. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that would be. Once you've had that first one. You know what's coming, don't you, Sally? Yeah, well, that's it. I actually wonder, because we've got a statistic, haven't we? What's the statistic that... 25% of women don't answer the letters. Mm, so I wonder if that's the initial letter or, like, smears after it, because they could have thought, oh, yeah, it's fine, gone, and had a bad experience. I thought, oh, God, I'm not going back for that. Mm. Um, I was due a smear um, in February, and obviously was because I was pregnant, couldn't have it. And then I just ignored the letter because I thought, oh, surely the NHS know I'm pregnant, so I don't really need to reply and tell them I'm pregnant. Anyway, they kept sending me letters, hammering me for it. Like, I got must have got about four or five letters saying, you need to come for your smear. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you should have turned up pregnant. Like, <laughs> I'm hey. here. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, but that's I quite a left thingy point, pregnant. isn't it? Like, link your systems up yeah. so you're not... Yeah, I don't think they are, though. I think there's been a lot... Well, James has definitely had loads of... Um, experiences with hospitals where the systems don't talk to each other mm. so i don't actually think that they are all connected and that's probably a big problem anyway but. save the planet stop sending letters no i'm not one of kind of people but like to pester and send letters and you could just be like i'm pregnant like they could just look on a system and be like yeah she's not gonna yeah, leave me alone what was your first smear test like um fine i think i don't think i had any fear about it particularly obviously i wondered what it would be like but um yeah, I don't know. I, just, I didn't have any worries about it at all. I think there's just that dreaded, oh, I've got to go. And mm. I feel like as well, they come round really quickly. So I sat down last Wednesday. I said, I feel like I've been sat here like a year ago. Mm. And it was 2019, my last one. Would you say that you didn't have any problems because you've got a heavy flow and a wide set vagina? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I could have that and still think, I don't want to show you my bits. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not bothered about it. I always, I've always been brought up to be go to the doctors with whatever problems you've got. And, the, yeah, they see enough, don't they? They, mm. they see a wide variety of, excuse the pun, <laughs> what, like, a people, wide variety of what? People with ail- ailments and uh-huh. all sorts of issues. So, yeah, me, it's like childbirth, isn't it? You don't know your poo in that bedpan's needed or anal no, pan or whatever. Poo, don't worry about that. <laughs> when I um, went into hospital, when my water's broke, they more or less give me a smear to check your cervix. And Martin was sat next to me, and I was like, "This is what a smear's like." A sm- um, you mean a sweep? No, no, no. no. You know the what's Speculum. it called? Yeah, that they put inside you to open you up. Oh yeah, they didn't use that with a sweep. She just got her fingers right up there. I was like, yeah. "Oh my lord!" Yeah, and um, one someone I know said it's like a vigorous fingering. <laughs> it's awful. When they check it's how many awful. centimeters dilated you are, that is horrific. It sounds like you've. It sounds. It feels like you've got a hand coming through your throat. Oh, no. It was horrific. Oh. Horrific. Anyway, um, what about? Do you think that we should have smears more regular than we do? I feel like three years. I'm good to go, but. 
whether it's it's how quickly it could develop in that time isn't it i've always said and i know i've had a conversation with another girl about this i wish that you could just go and get a full body mot Mm, like you could literally go to the doctors one day have a smear and just be like okay cool and a few weeks later have something develop on your skin or something internally that you would have no idea about and whether that should be on the nhs or you could pay so i don't know if you can pay so maybe a full body mot but mm, I'm sure it's just that, somewhere yeah just that peace of mind that i'm healthy i don't need to worry about anything i um there was just something that you said then what did you just say what did you say about it uh being not as many years so sooner than three years i think like the i, I think to answer that properly you've got to really understand what a smear test is for now i always thought it was just to check whether you've got cancer but when we were doing a bit of research for this episode it's it's not for that it's for many other things uh did you say it's hpv so hpv so um human i can't even say the last word without looking at it but basically it's the cells they check for around the cervix area Mm. and then it's to help prevent cancer so obviously if there's abnormal cells then they'll like obviously get you back in and whatever else yeah um but yeah it's not actually to test for cancer and then i was reading interestingly that um so you can catch it from obviously sex um sort of skin to skin contact and apparently using each other's sex toys which i don't know anybody who no. would do that no no no, no. who yeah. the hell is doing that however i think what is important is that you can catch it if you like trans female no trans male trying to think now and also like well yeah if you've had if you've got a cervix basically if you're a Mm. male with a cervix that's a trans male and also if like you're lesbian or bisexual you can still um catch the the HPV cells through that. Going back to that point, I'm sorry. Who's sharing dildos? Who is sharing sex know. toys? That is that. That's not for me. That what? no. That, who's doing someone that? in Bolton? No. Oh my god! Imagine on the NHS website, so, guys. Well, it must be enough people doing it for it to be a problem. Let's be you honest. No, when I had a smear once, they did find out that I had internal thrush that I never knew about. And how would you get that? Because she could see it. What do you mean? No, I know what you, I know what you mean. But like, how would you not know that you've got that? Because I didn't have any symptoms. Oh right. So only when she put um, a swab up up there, she it came back that I had internal thrush. Did she give you anything for it? Then? Yeah, when it came back, I got like antibiotics and stuff. Oh. I think I'm sure that was after my first one. You know. But you weren't you weren't poorly from it. No, no. Oh, interesting. Crazy. Mm. Um. So I think in terms of don't fear the smear i my honest advice would be and particularly from having a conversation with all of my friends about it there isn't anything to fear other than the unknown feeling of yeah someone looking someone looking down there it being intrusive and things like that but actually the benefits of having a smear far outweigh that two minutes of like embarrassment personally i would say yeah 100 percent um also it's nice it's not nice is the wrong word but it's quite respectful in the way they do it so you yeah really respectful you take your bottom half off so they would say like don't be going wearing a jumpsuit because you'll be stripping right down um (laughs) wear a dress or a skirt or like pants you can take off and then they put like a bit of a paper towel over the top of you so nothing's like full out there is it (gasps) do you die when they go do you just want to wipe yourself down with that paper towel yeah and the last one we got that friendly talking about holidays she left the curtain wide open i was like can i just get my dick down (laughs) 
Strike that KY oh jelly. <laughs> That's what the doctor did to me the other day. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like you've been teasing this. You need to share it, Lauren. You need to say. I feel we need another episode with like just uh, intimate embarrassing stories. Moments. Embarrassing moments then. Yeah, where we'll Lauren's got a bum all checked and you've gone for a colonic irrigation. Oh, terrible. Absolutely I've never terrible. personally had any experience back there, so I'll just listen and host. You can share. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say my personal opinion is don't fear the smear. I think we all agree. Yeah. Um, and if you are scared to go and get a smear test and you're listening to this, speak to your friends about it because they will 100% reassure you. You've got nothing to be afraid of. And yeah, the benefits from it far outweigh the two minutes of discomfort, I would What say. you've got to remember is it's their job. It's yeah, not... Yeah. It's their daily job to check your vagina. They're not going to judge you in any way, shape, or form. What a job, yeah. What a job. <laughs> what a job. What a life. Funny but yeah. So we'll put some links on the um, on the post about it. We've found some useful links. I think Lauren, you found a really good website, and obviously there's the NHS one with the um, sort of the details and the little video. So if anybody's not had one and they're still a bit more sort of intrigued by it, you can go and watch that. But we have our is it normal section on this episode um so we put the poll out because we were needing some content and did you deliver yes you did so thank you so much um so we've got a good couple more things to discuss for the next episodes and then we'll probably come out to you all again um this one is around wedding politics so it says i'm getting married next september and i feel i've already dreading the wedding politics from our families what is your thoughts? Oh, I, so I didn't have loads of wedding politics at my wedding in terms of like families. However, um, what I would say that from my other friends getting married, um, it's common, but the biggest thing is you're planning a wedding for you two as a, as people, but you're accommodating 150 people or however many people. And in the end, you 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 just get so over it. You're like, why am I doing this? And yeah. loads of different things. Like me and James were like discussing, should this person come? Should that person come? And it was really stressing me out. We were discussing whether to have different options for foods and things like that. We didn't have any politics with our family which is quite lucky but i know that's so common do you not think as well sometimes you just do it to not impress just to make other family members happy Mm. and i think you feel like you've got to invite certain family members just because to shut them people up Mm. and i think you don't you've just got to think but when you're in that moment and you're in that wedding pressure it's just the easiest thing to do and then after you're like why have i done that why have i why did we argue over that when really that's not what we wanted i think the difficult thing is if it causes issues between you and your husband to be isn't it like or wife to be or wife to be yeah because me and joel didn't have any of that we'd have sort of comments of oh can such and such a body come and it was like well yeah but i don't really know them so Mm -hmm. i'm not paying a hundred pound for them to come to the sit down meal when i've got people who check in daily with me yeah and actually there's so many relationships that have split up since our wedding and they're on that bloody signature board aren't they They signed (laughs) it lisa had this um photo at her wedding and it was a picture of her and joel and then round it everybody signed it and me and james have just got together and i didn't want to seem like a psycho so i just signed my name but (laughs) 
<laughs> but loads of other couples around it have all split up and I was like it's the curse of the board including you Lauren yeah no, including you and whoever no. you was with as well so you know I'm the curse of the wedding board I know Gemma will be going back in pulling the glass off right in James McGee <laughs> yeah. and James and James but no I think it is a difficult one I also think there's a tradition isn't there that like you get help from family like particularly daughter like from the father and they, they sort of contribute to the wedding and I think sometimes like it's nice to think if they've done that out of respect if there's certain people you would like to be there yeah yeah, like we did that Um, yeah yeah like if people have helped you like yeah so like oh you've contributed and helped us out it'd be disrespectful to say like no you're not having any sort of your friends coming especially peggy's who's an absolute social butterfly Mm. um but no the biggest thing that happened on our wedding day was um and joel didn't tell me till till this about this till after but basically we was literally at the reception so we got married at the reception ready to go and sit down for the meal and i could see all this kerfuffle and i was like what's going on and basically some some auntie from like outside of the uk had turned up to the wedding and was sitting down in auntie p's place and we were like and no, you weren't actually invited to the sit down like, i don't think i'd ever met her i can't remember um but luckily somebody else hadn't turned up so there was a spare seat for her but oh. that was actually on the day i was like oh my gosh yeah like not knowing what to do yeah like yeah. if there'd not been that spare seat you'd have had to go and sit through at the bar and ordered a pint for yourself Surely and just wait invite her, though. who'd, who'd invite her i can't remember because she, like and that's the thing she's not a constant in mm. our life like she i think she lives in new york i think it was an auntie from new york but yeah she's sort of rocked up and joel and jess were like shimmying around trying to like accommodate her and i was like what's going on mm. um we had a couple of people pull out literally two days before and then like not thankfully because we would have just had this like the tables reduce but then you had people who were coming watching you get married and then coming in the evening and i thought well yeah. why can if they're doing that and that commitment and other people are just pulling out a couple of days before then 100 percent they should come to the wedding because yeah. they're coming do you know what i mean yeah. they're celebrating us whereas other people were just dropping out yeah. a couple of days before and that was a bit frustrating but at the same time, you know, it's a it's a big day to you and, and whoever you're getting married to. And I think the question was, you know, around... I think the question was just around, like, wedding politics and things like that. There's always going to be wedding politics. But the biggest advice I would say is don't let it interfere with you and your partner because yeah, that's don't let it when... Ruin it. Yeah, don't let it ruin it. Don't let it interfere. And actually, in the grand scheme of things, on that day and after that day you probably won't think about no. it or those things that you were disagreeing on that won't be what you remember i would say yeah i agree agreed mm-hmm. uh, and that is the end of our episode for don't fear the smear thank you for listening see you bye. later bye, bye.